Happy ho ho, mofos. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah and all that good shit. Uh, we're just going to drop you a little bonus episode here and uh, we hope you like it. We're just going to maybe talk about some darker side of Christmas, if that's okay with you. All right. See you in a minute. How's it going, Matt? It's going fantastic, man. How are you doing? Uh, I'm ready to get the holidays over with already. They're still <laughs> technically like a week away right now as we record this, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's been a bear. My my bank account's in a lot of pain right now. Oh my god, yes. As yeah, the kids get older, their presents get uh exorbitantly exorbitantly, yeah. More <laughs> do you expensive. want to open ten gifts or do you want what you want? Because you're <laughs> gonna get about three. I'm in the same boat. Uh definitely the same boat. It uh Yeah. Just can't wait. I, we're we're right around the corner from like. I think I want a car for Christmas, Dad. I were right. <sighs> yeah, that's getting close to my daughter. She's getting she's getting older. I'm like, yeah. Hey, I think you're gonna think, have to get a job. Yeah, that's what I told <laughs> mine too. Uh, so what do you know about the Krampus? Quite I mean, a bit, actually. Oh, maybe. Well, you'll be able to correct me on this. I, you know, I. I've seen the movie. I mean, oh, that movie! Yeah, yeah. The yeah. way they made him look in that movie was pretty fucking badass. Yeah, I thought it was pretty badass. Yeah, um, but I didn't really know how it originated the whole thing. So I I did a I did a little bit of research. It's not a lot, but uh, I got I got some stuff here for people right. that may not know. Uh, Krampus. Uh, popular Central European folklore is a half-goat, half-devil-like creature that punishes the bad little children at Christmas time. Um, <laughs> supposed to have a, a mangled face with bloodshed eyes, furry black body, giant curled horns coming out of his head, often uh, is described as having one human foot and one cloven foot, which I didn't know. I thought they had two cloven feet, but... Well, that part's weird. Yeah. Um, Derived from the German word Krampen, meaning claw, uh, Krampus is thought to have been part of pagan rituals for the winter solace. Is that correct? Sound right? Solstice. Okay. Uh, I have solace written down here. That's just me. I'm solace. (laughs) (laughs) Typo on my bed. Said to be the offspring of, is it hell? Hail, hail, H-E-L, Norse god of the underworld. Uh, And then after Christianity spread throughout the world, he became attached to Christmas, despite many efforts from the Catholic Church trying to ban him. Of Um, course. According to the legend, Krampus and St. Nicholas are said to visit the homes of children on December 5th, also known as Krampusnacht, meaning Krampusnight. I like uh, that. 
St. Nicholas rewards the, the good children with gifts on the morning of St. Nicholas Day, which would be December 6th. And then uh, Krampus leaves coal and birch sticks, often beating the children who are naughty with the sticks and the branches. If the child is bad enough, Krampus will eat them or put them in his sack to take them back to hell. He's got like a he's got like a big sack on his back that he drops the children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, that's pretty badass. That's pretty mental. <laughs> Just to make your kids be as good as possible. Oh it's, yeah, it's gone from you won't get any gifts now to uh, well, this demon will drag you to hell <laughs> if you're not doing what you're supposed to. You better get your shit together, kid. Uh. So apparently, like many Austrians, Europeans, uh, they have been exchanging these Krampus Karten greeting cards featuring Krampus since like the early 1800s. And uh, they're not like, Merry Krampusstein. It's like, uh, it shows various scenarios of Krampus stuffing d- distressed children into his sack, preparing to hit one with a bundle of sticks. Um Going after children with his sticks, leading them away in chains, or carrying them off in his sack. Yeah. Also, uh, some some of the cards I found that had like a more adult theme, uh, depicting uh, very scant, scantily clad women. Oh. Uh, and some cards, Krampus is portrayed as a large woman, whipping tiny men with her birch sticks and carrying them off in her satchels. See, I think there, there. I think there is another. There is actually another uh, Christmas thing that neither one of us are covering. Though there's a giant woman that would eat eat the children. Okay, this might be yeah, an option. Yeah, see, I don't remember which one that's from, but mine yeah, that, will go into yours too as well. So yeah, uh, in Austria they hold a parade every year called a Krampuslauf. Oh, my German like a blast. Yeah, uh, participants dress up like Krampus, many wearing traditional masks made of wood that are hand-carved by specialist artisans. And uh, many of the masks made often wind up in museums, either like folklore museums or ones devoted strictly to Krampus. Um, Over 1,200 people dress up as Krampus and gather in Schmalming, Styria. That's, you, you nailed it, I think. From, I think uh, that was absolutely... Because I have it, no it, fucking idea. I don't either. I'm, I'm taking a stab. It, it's in Austria. But they all dress up like Krampus, and they carry around these bundles of sticks. Um, they use them as switches, and they swing them around at all the people in the crowd. And then I guess mo- most of these people are all drunk off their asses on schnapps. That's how, yeah, I think that's how that works. The peppermint will keep you warm. Yeah. So... Uh, and the only other cool thing I found about uh, Krampus was uh, that between 1934 and 1938, uh, when Austria was under like Nazi rule, they they banned Krampus, like any Krampus cards, anyone dressing up like Krampus, any celebrations. They thought it was sinful and full of anti-Christian ideals. Of course they did. Of course they did. <laughs> Yeah, fucking Nazis. <laughs> but uh, the only other thing I found is like, you know, in more modern times, it's it's become more commonly known in like the U.S. And, you know, you got the movies and there are some of these festivals like on the West Coast out in L.A. that they will do on December 5th where people dress up like Krampus and beat each other. 
I didn't know it was a, I didn't know it was a December fifth thing. That's that's the that's the the cramp cramp Krampenstein? Cramp Krampenstein? Krampenstein? I don't know. I don't know. See puppies. See puppies. It's Krampenstein. <laughs> okay, if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. I was just doing some young Frankenstein shit. <laughs> no, it's Krampenschnacht. Krampenschnacht. Krampenstein. Krampenschnacht. It's the best I'm going to do, I think. Yeah. Train uh, all day. <laughs> the only other thing I've got, Matt, is I, I found a cool little uh, creepypasta written by uh, this gentleman named Jake Wick. Call it right. a Krampus Carol. You would like Rock and roll. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If there was anyone to be found on Santa's naughty list, it was surely Cindy's older sister, Maddie. Cindy was eight, and Maddie was three years more, and had never said a nice thing to Cindy in her life, or so it seemed. Cindy's my favorite. Cindy's so pretty. Cindy this, Cindy that. Those are the words from Maddie's mother that rang in Maddie's head. Though every day of the year, uh, but especially around Christmas time when Cindy was talking sweetly of gift-giving and decorating and loving her family and friends. Cindy was sweet, but it was authentic. And she, was, and she really wanted to be loved by Maddie the way she loved Maddie herself. Since Cindy was a baby, Maddie, Maddie just hadn't liked her. Some of Cindy's earliest memories revolved around the, the constant sideways looking she would receive from Maddie. The passive aggression. The endless competitions for mom's affection. Cindy was always the one to receive it, but on certain days she would ask her mother to pay Maddie some attention too. Oh, your sister's fine, her mother would say. Your sister's getting plenty of attention. And then after saying this, her mother would usually give Maddie a half-hearted pat on the head and then go right back to giving Cindy all the affection a child would ever need. It left a hollow place in Cindy. And when she tried to give Maddie the love she so desperately needed, Maddie would shun Cindy as if Cindy were a leper. Now this year, Maddie had been extra bitter. Perhaps it was the additional attention garnered to Cindy for her performance of the school's Christmas play. Or maybe it was the, the way Mom con- constantly bragged about Cindy's acting. She's the next Meryl Streep, I'm telling you, Cindy's mother would brag. But w- whatever the reason was, Maddie took every chance she saw to torment her younger sister. Cindy woke up one morning with gum in her hair. Another day she found she was wearing underwear. Her underwear was soaked in honey. Her favorite dolls would go missing. The TV in her room, which Maddie wasn't allowed to have, was constantly unplugged. Yet Cindy's desire for her sister's acceptance continued through the month of December. She continued to be kind. She persisted in giving Maddie compliments when Mother did not. The gift that was at the very top of Maddie's Christmas list was a brand new makeup kit. Cindy made sure that she would be the one to give it to her on Christmas morning. Despite all this, Cindy had a wear and tear from all of Maddie's torments throughout the month, and it came to a brinking point on Christmas Eve. The family sat at the Christmas Eve dinner table and ate ham and mashed potatoes and Christmas cookies. Cindy's mother had been bragging shamelessly all night long about Cindy's acting. There was no mention of Maddie at all, not at any point. Maddie was stewing, and Cindy could see it. At one point, through all of the bragging and praising and gloating, Maddie chimed in. I don't think Cindy's acting is that good, she said, matter-of-factly. It was as though a bomb had gone off in the room. Everyone looked at Maddie like they were unsure they'd heard correctly. It was a black blasphemy. What kind of a thing is that to say? asked Mother. Maddie shrugged. I don't know, said Maddie. 
I just think you're exaggerating a little bit. I mean, she's decent. Of all the memories of Maddie's torments began to broil and fester in Cindy's mind. And now here was Maddie, disparaging Cindy at the dinner table in front of the entire family, in front of all the aunts and uncles and cousins and friends. At least I'm good at something, Cindy blurted. And just like that, Maddie retracted into a pit of shame. Cindy's words ringed true and humiliating. Mother added fuel to the fire by shrugging at Maddie in a matter-of-fact manner. Your sister's got a point, said Mother. Cindy felt horrible as she watched Maddie sulk and trudge off towards the bathroom like a beaten dog. Cindy hated the power she held in her hands. That night, everyone hunkered down in their beds and waited for Santa to leave his gifts below the tree. But Cindy had trouble sleeping. It was midnight now. Cindy rarely found herself awake at this hour, but she knew why. Cindy removed her covers and hopped out of the bed and tiptoed across her room. She was careful not to wake anyone. She opened her closet and grabbed Maddie's gift... uh, grabbed Maddie's wrapped gift. She tiptoed down the dark hallway and dragging her fingers along the wall so as not to stumble uh, 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 as not to stumble around in the dark. Can't read today, Matt. Zoolander. <laughs> Zoolander School. People who can't read good and stuff. <laughs> uh, Jesus H. <laughs> I mean, Jesus H. All right, where was I? Still okay, across the floor. I'll give Maddie your gift and tell her I'm sorry and tell her I love her, Cindy thought to herself. That's what I'll do, and she'll be happy, and she'll forgive me, and maybe she'll even say she loves me too. When Cindy arrived outside of Maddie's door, she heard strange shuffling noises coming from inside. Perhaps Maddie was preparing another prank for Cindy. No matter. Cindy was going to walk in and give Maddie your present and try to make amends. Cindy opened the door just to crack. She was, cref- uh, she was careful not to startle Maddie. It was so dark inside the room, and she couldn't see a thing. But she could hear a great deal of shuffling inside the room. Cindy stared in the room for quite some time, patiently waiting for her eyes to adjust to the gloom. When her eyes adjusted, she saw an empty bed. She saw Maddie's wide-open window. She saw a seven-foot figure standing in the shadows. She saw the rounded cage upon its back. And she saw Maddie sitting in the cage like a frightened bird. Cindy's terrified eyes further adjusted to the dark. She saw the figure more clearly. It had a goat's head with large horns on top. Its eyes were red and impish and hostile. It wore a suit much like Santa Claus and even had jingling sleigh bells hanging from the ends of its garments. Cindy stood frozen with fear as the creature glanced at her and gave her a nod and a wink. The creature made its way towards the window. As it did, the last Cindy saw of her sister was a look of fear and sadness and regret. And then the creature left as Cindy stood there with a present in her hand. Down the chimney he will come with his great big grin, and you'll find that even the kitties are very liable to sin. What will Krampus say when he finds someone sinning? What will Krampus say when he hears them sin, sin, sinning? So be good, little boys and girls. Oh, Krampus, come get your ass. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that was pretty pretty good. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's a good story about it. Like I said, that that movie that they had redone uh, this last one. It's been a few years ago, but I thought it was I thought it was decently made. I really liked the way I really liked the way they made Krampus look. He was pretty badass. Yeah, yeah. But I will see your anti Santa half goat demon, and I will raise you. 
a murderer, <laughs> a, a Satanist child eating serial killer who lives in the woods and dresses like a fucking scarecrow. <laughs> I mean, damn. I thought we were just fucking around. <laughs> Hans Trap. Who was it, Trap? Folklore of Alice and Lorraine regions of France. He was said to be six foot six with long black hair and a long black beard with super scary eyes. He was super wealthy and powerful. And to, he was so powerful that to get more powerful, he started making deals with the devil. Deals with the devil. Devil. And so. He got big time into the occult and stuff. And when this was learned by the Catholic Church, well, he was banished by the Pope. Well, yeah. I so mean, all of his money and holdings were taken from him, and he had to go out to live in the woods. He moved to the forest. He built him a home out of wood and mud. And the longer that he stayed there, the more insane he became. <laughs> he got into the occult more, but it wasn't to get his power back. His, he, his What he wanted now was revenge on everybody that banished him from what he had. So he also, <laughs> crazy enough, he also desired, <laughs> he had this intense desire to eat flesh. Oh. You know, mostly that of children to get back at the townspeople because they didn't support him. It's like veal. It just tastes better. <laughs> I think that must be the reason. <laughs> So he would he would dress as a scarecrow. He would stuff straw inside of his coat up into his hat. And he would stand next to a road in a field pretending to be a scarecrow. Well, one okay. day a town's boy about 10 years old comes walking by. And he jumps up off what he's hanging on and he stabs the boy with a stick. Killing him. Did he say? Oh, it's a trap. No. <laughs> no I don't think so. <laughs> it's Hans Trap. He, so he takes him back to his makeshift little hut that he has made, cuts him up into bits, and starts roasting him. Right when it gets to the point where Hans is going to take his first taste of human meat, God sends down a lightning bolt and kills him. Because what? that's... Apparently, that's where he draws the line. Killing the little boy was okay. I just couldn't eat him? But you're not allowed to eat him. You can look, but you can't eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Hans is dead, but forced to spend his afterlife with Santa. He's got to follow. So, it's going to follow the exact same thing that yours has. He's got to follow, follow Santa around, make sure the kids know what right from wrong. So that they don't end up like him. So he would beat him with the reeds like Krampus did and yeah. all the other. There's like, I don't know, there's five or six different other ones that I had read going through the internet looking up stuff. But Yeah, I saw a bunch of, especially like Eastern European. Yeah, yeah. but they yeah. all follow, they all follow kind of the same thing of what yeah. Krampus does. But the true story is Hans von Trotha. Lived from 1450 to 15, 1503. He was a German knight and a marshal, and he had two castles in the in the South Pal- Palatine Forest, and had a feud with the Weisenberg Abbey because they felt that one of his castles should belong to them. And he was like, "Nah, get the fuck out of here! I need two castles." <laughs> 
So what Hans did was he blocked off the river. He dammed up the river to keep their water flow from coming through. Oh, yeah. Trying to shut down the town. Yeah. Well, when they found out about it, Hans was like, yeah, break the dam then. And when they did, it flooded the town. <laughs> Fucked them <laughs> even more. So, <laughs> so he was later exiled by the Pope again. So this guy, this guy, they hated Classics so much. communicated. They, they hated this guy so much that they made a whole Von Trapp. That's where it comes from. That's that's the wow. guy that they blame for everything. That's insane, dude. Yeah. So uh, they turned him from just some dude that kind of wiped out of town into a serial killer, child-eating Satanist. <laughs> <laughs> Once the Catholic Church gets a hold of you back in the day, you are fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man, I hear the same, same thing could be true today in some circumstances. No, no way. No, no. It no? certainly doesn't happen ever. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't happen today. I was wondering, I was like, I didn't, I didn't go on and search it, but I was like, how has there not been a Hans Trap movie? Because I mean, just the, the whole scarecrow thing is yeah. fucking pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But he's, yeah, he was, he was forced to wander the earth as a half human, half scarecrow after, you know, God got mad at him because not because he killed the child because he was going to eat him. That sounds like a way more evil Batman villain than the actual Scarecrow. Yeah, yeah. Batman. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Was, it, it almost sounds like they just wanted to make this person's history, you know, like whatever yeah, yeah. anybody finds out about this guy in the You're future. You're town. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, oh like God. I said, there was a giant woman that used to eat children if they fucked up. So <laughs> I forget what her name was. But I think that was either uh, German or... Yeah, has to be German. Those are the most. I think, yeah, those, yeah, they get the roughest. Oh, it, yeah, because so they are they are the naughtiest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have to work on that accent. I don't think I can pull that one off. Nine. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> well, Matt, I mean, this is a quick one, but uh, you know. Like I said, this this is for this is for everybody that listens. It's uh just we're saying, hey, Merry Christmas, happy happy New Year, and stuff. Whatever uh, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, just have a good time. Yeah, that's, that's it. about the easiest way to do it. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And uh, we look look forward to uh, spending more time with you next year. Hell yes, keep the keep the reviews and stuff coming in. Got stories, yep. keep them coming in. We love it all. Amen. Can't get enough. Can't thank right. you enough either. No, no, can't can't thank you enough either. All right, guys, we'll see you next year. Adios. Later. This is me. Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Trust your